Comfortable? Hello, and welcome Hi. to another episode of Mysterious Shit, the podcast where we talk about mysterious, mysterious shit. shit. I'm Monique. I'm Lucy. And today, we're going to bring you two new mysterious tales that will titillate your very soul. That will titillate your titillates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, firstly, though, I have, I have something really awesome to tell you. What? Um, you need to, like, cancel... All your plans. Why? Including your work. Maybe not. No. Your work. <laughs> in under no circumstances will I do that. There is a new Annabelle movie. Oh yes. Mm. Oh, we simply mm. must partake in the yeah. Annabelle movie. Oh my god, yeah. It's like the origin origin story because I I feel like the last Annabelle movie was like the origin story, and now this is the origin of that story. I mean, they didn't really explain how the doll was haunted in the last movie. No. It was just kind of already a thing. So yeah. I wonder how they're going to work that out. I mean, how does a doll get haunted? What haunts a doll? Um, coming from a position of not being a doll who's haunted, I'm not sure mm, how a doll gets haunted. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you're a doll that's been haunted... Um, Email us. Yeah, what's our email address? It is mysteriousshitpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> is, there, is there any other We've got a fancy domain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> .co.uk. <laughs> slash podcast slash ultimate. And yeah. uh, what is our social media? It's um, mysterious. Hang on, wait. On Facebook it's and, and Instagram, it's mysteriousshitpodcast. And then on <laughs> fucking twitter it's still mysterious underscore sh underscore t yeah i need help with that <laughs> Needs, yeah i need such help <laughs> you know what one day we'll be like fucking famous and because we're famous we won't be able to change it yeah because and it's too gonna many be people will know it everyone will be following this <laughs> shitty twitter account that i made like one day like tearing my hair out trying to figure out how oh, to do it god yeah yeah, I think it's That's just going it. to be like an endless kind of joke that we're just going to have struggle. to. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with that. It basically it symbolizes my life in yeah, every yeah. in every aspect. And your general an incompetence. <laughs> yeah. Incompetence is always better than incontinence. Yes. So I'm I'm okay with incompetence. Yeah, and I'm alright with incontinence, and that's why <laughs> I have something to tell you. Are you sitting on a towel? <laughs> I made a bit of an accident, but uh let's move on. Um oh I have I also have an apology that we have to make. Why? So Oh god, um, who did we piss off? <laughs> um oh just my dad. No. When we when I said that he calls people drongos when he's driving. Yeah. And he's a bogan when he does that. <laughs> he took offense at the word bogan. So Did you is your inheritance now <laughs> in jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh. So um I would like to make a correction. My father is not a a, bo- a bogan. Okay. He's, he's only a bogan when he uses the word drongo. <laughs> which is which is which is only when he's driving. And being a bogan when he's driving. So and essentially, Drongo. Okay, so you're okay. So we're we're narrowing yeah. down the moments when he is yeah. in fact we're kind categorically of, yeah, a a bogan. Yeah, of, um, boganism. Okay. Yeah, I think we're allowed to do retractions on this podcast. I actually, I personally, um, being not a bogan myself, mm. I love every now and then being a bit of a bogan, like just for fun. Yeah, me like too. Just saying like use it's very freeing isn't, isn't it? it yeah isn't it? 
Yeah, I love it. I'll be all like, hey, yous fuckers, come clean this shit up. And it just, it kind of warms like the cockles of my heart. It does, your dark, dark heart. heart. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Me too. I feel yeah. the same way. Oh, yeah. It's kind of fun. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wonder if people in America, like, when they don't live in the South, they kind of put on a Southern accent when they want to be um, Southern. Yeah. Is that like a kind of, like, you know, making fun of Americans? Do they do that? Do they put on... Do Americans make fun of other Americans? Sure, yeah. because half of them voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) I also have something to um, bring up as well. So uh, if you recall... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So if you recall a few podcasts ago, um, I was speaking about uh, spontaneous thunder sounds. Yeah. So I did a bit of research um, and apparently it's a phenomenon called sky trumpets. And according to a website that I found... Uh, this phenomena has been reported all around the world and no one has been able to fully explain it. Only theories exist. It sounds like a brass instrument being played extremely loudly in the sky and can last for a couple of minutes with no apparent origin of sound. Theories include plates grind, or tectonic plates grinding, right. atmospheric pressure, and even the biblical event Seven Trumpets of Heaven. No idea what that is. But that's... It's, it's obviously New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, it's actually a thing. It's called um, Sky Trumpets. Sky Trumpets. It could just be a rogue Thank mariachi you. band just, like, walking down the street. <laughs> just, like, floating in the sky. <laughs> oh, what was that sound? Oh, it's nothing. It's just Carlos. <laughs> On the trombone. On the trombone. <laughs> That's Carlos again. Classic Carlos. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I feel like for something that is um, inherently quite a scary thing to obviously experience, I feel like they could have picked a slightly (laughs) more foreboding name Yeah, less symphonic name because I just kind of – I think of like – I don't know. I'm just imagining like a big like, fat bearded man playing a big trumpet. Yeah, like held aloft by like 300 helium balloons. Yeah, in the sky. Yeah, mm. with a big like horn and yeah. like just every, with every like the blow of with a, <laughs> with a corn. On the cob. <laughs> I said with a horn. Oh. Like with every <laughs> with a corn. <laughs> One single single. Actually. Corn. <laughs> Corn relates to my story for the day. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> that is a segue and a half. And okay, I, you're, you're so, first. so I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna go. So with the, uh, the concept of corn, concept of corn, uh, fresh in our minds, like fresh corn, like, like fresh corn. <laughs> now for your daily dose of fresh, fresh corn. corn. <laughs> so, I want you to cast your mind back to a time. Where you weren't alive. <laughs> okay, okay. Back uh, in the four- <laughs> back in the fourteenth century. Oh, no, I definitely wasn't alive then. No, in July fifteen eighteen, a woman called Frau Trophia, Frau Trophia, yes. as one may say, in Deutsche, took to the streets of Strasbourg and started to dance feverishly. Ooh. This surely seemed strange to onlookers. 
But things took no music. If there was no no, there was no music. It would have been strange. To just started to dance, but things took an even also like pre iPod earbuds days. Yeah, Yeah. apparent. I don't know. I don't know when iPods were a thing. I feel like they were probably invented in the sixteen hundreds at least. Yeah, but but things took an even more bizarre turn when Frau Trophia continued to dance late into the night without stopping. Oh, she continued to dance. In fact, for another five days. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone knows you got to finish that <laughs> rave after three. <laughs> got to wait till it comes. Yeah, you come down from the old uh, pills. Yep. Within a week, 34 other townsfolk had joined her in the never-ending dance. Within a month, there were around 400 dancers, most of whom were female. It wasn't long before many of the dancers started to die from heart attacks, exhaustion, and strokes. <laughs> With one report... Oh, I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> With one report claiming that about 15 people were dancing themselves to death every day. <laughs> so it's basically the big day out. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, that's a music festival for our international listeners. Yeah. With no other... Ex- Not the best one. No. With no it's, other... It's all right. Have it's you been? Best. No. I, I, can, I can pass zero judgment on this really. <laughs> Who are you to say? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would agree. With no other explanation for the phenomenon, local physicians started blaming the condition on, quote, hot blood and suggested right. the afflicted were simply dancing the fever away. Others blamed it on astrological or supernatural causes. Mm-hmm. Historical documents, including physician notes, cathedral sermons, and notes issued by the Strasbourg City Council, all describe the dancing epidemic making it definitely a thing that actually happened. In an attempt to cure the illness, a stage was constructed in the town centre so that they could all dance on it. Sweet. Yeah, and professional dancers and musicians were brought in so the townsfolk could dance away the supposed hot blood. (laughs) It's like a fucking silent disco because no one's actually listening to anything. (laughs) They're like, okay, if you're going to dance, at least dance something good. So they brought in Justin. Silent disco. Yeah. And they brought in Justin Bieber Mm -hmm. and everybody died from the stroke. They So they also um, set up grain markets, like food markets, <laughs> so that the dancers could eat as they danced <laughs> through the night. This is so bizarre. However, nothing worked. The strange episode didn't end until September. So this and they is could have f- like cut off their feet. No. Can't, Why? Well, you can't dance. With yeah, they'll feet. bleed out and die. Okay. This is like, this isn't like, I don't even know what you think this is. In what era you think that would work? The strange episode didn't end until September when the dancers were transported to a mountaintop shrine to pray for absolution. There have been at least 10 comparable incidents documented since the 14th century, all of which saw the participants seemingly reluctant to be dancing or unable to control their actions. Now we turn to the theories. I love theories. So do I. According to historian John Waller, the explanation most likely um, is a stress-induced hysteria prompted by the tale of St. Vitus, Vetus, which is a Catholic yeah. saint. Pious Europeans back in the day believed that um, this saint had the power to curse people with the dancing plague, leading John Waller to believe that the stress associated with horrors of disease and famine at the time 
prompted them to become hysterical and just dance. So it's pretty much like the um, entire plot line of the movie Footloose. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bad shit is happening. Um, let's, let's all wear horrible outfits and, and dance to Kenny Loggins. Yeah. And legitimately the cure let's, for all. Yeah. Else. And let's cast subpar actors to play major Kevin roles. Bacon is not subpar. Subpar. Definitely. Whoa. Have you seen <laughs> Footloose? <laughs> Are you aware? I love Footloose. <laughs> All right. This is another mysterious thing that we'll bring up uh, at a later date. Is Kevin Bacon a good actor or not? Only time will tell and the answer is no. Another theory <laughs> Another theory was that the dancers accidentally ingested, get this, a toxic mould known as ergot, which was known as St. Anthony's Fire in the Middle Ages and is a substance from which LSD-25 was originally synthesised. Oh, shit. The mould grows on dam rye, so as in rye that is um, grown in wet uh, environments. And if consumed, can cause spasms and hallucinations. Oh, yeah. Other theories suggested the dancers were members of a religious cult performing ancient Greek and Roman rituals. (laughs) 19th century medical writer Justus Hecker claimed that the dance was part of a festival called the Kindling of the Nordfire, which involved people, <laughs> which, in, what's not funny, which involved people, <laughs> it's literally just a funny sounding word and you're in hysterics, which involved people jumping through fire and smoke in an attempt to banish disease. Yeah. The ritual participants would continue to jump until the flames had burned out. So no one really knows. <clears throat> uh, hasn't been solved. That's it's pretty mysterious. very mysterious. But what I do have here is an engraving, which portrays three women affected by the plague. Oh, yeah. um, it's based on an original drawing back from uh, I don't even know when it was. Oh, he from a guy called Peter Bruegel, who supposedly witnessed a subsequent outbreak of this dancing curse thing. Shit. Um, in 1564, I also have a picture here. Uh, of what ergot looks like in case you decide to uh, die by dancing, yeah. which I personally think would be a great way to die. That would be much better than um, than other ways of dying. Yes, I would say it's it's pretty up there. And so if you do see this ergot, I would highly recommend bottling some and saving it for when you yeah. feel like you're ready to disco into the next life. Yeah. Um, or take some um, real old school LSD. Yeah. They don't make it like they used to. No. When it used to kill you by dancing. Mm. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, What do you think it was? I think it was the drug. I really do. I feel like no amount of weird hysteria is going to make people dance day Mm. in, day out for a month. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it was the first rave in history, the Mm. first full rave Silent disco rave Have in you history. Have been to a rave? Yes. Oh, okay. I've never been to a rave. Oh. But I would imagine that at raves they should have like a moment of silence for um, the, the, the brave, <laughs> the brave soldiers, <laughs> pioneers <laughs> of the movement of <laughs> whose deaths paved the way for the ravers yep. of the future. Yep. Yep. They were the pavers for the ravers. Yes. <laughs> the raver pavers. <laughs> the raver pavers. <laughs> That is legitimately what I'm calling my new electro <laughs> funk band. As long as you have a trumpet player, I think it will be a great little organization. Uh, should always be a trumpet player in every band. I think so. A really yeah. fat one yeah. with balloons. With balloons. 
who you just call Carlos. It's not even his name. He's like, my name is Peter. And he's just like, no. Shut up, <laughs> Play your sweet melodies <laughs> and shut up sky. from the sky. Play your sweet melodies from the sky. <laughs> that's um, that's weird. Some, yeah. yeah, some mysterious shit. Yeah, I reckon it was definitely the drugs. Yeah, like, but I did yeah. read on um online somewhere um that someone had refuted that theory um about the ergot, saying that even if they had ingested it, they still wouldn't have been, uh, like, it wouldn't have caused them to dance and dance until they died. It would have worn yeah, off. But, but didn't they have, like, grain stalls, grain markets? Didn't yeah. They? Yeah, so maybe they just kept Oh, eating yeah! <laughs> Holy shit, they kept eating they it. They kept eating it. And wow. they just kept getting, like, more and more fucking high on, yeah. you know. 14th century acid. Yeah, and maybe, like, dancing back then was, like, a weird spasm thing. Like, it wasn't, like, what we assume dancing is today. It was, like, just, like, foaming at the mouth and, like... just, like, having a seizure (laughs) while still standing. That was dancing. (laughs) (laughs) And get this, by the way, so that um, ergot, whatever, ergotnosis or something, it's, like, a word, um, it's, like, a syndrome brought on by ergot. Um, apparently that is also documented in the Salem witch trials because the girls were like 12 years old or whatever, the ones that were, um, killed because they were accused of being witches. Apparently they had like eaten the fuck out of that, that weird mold. That's why they were believing that they were like possessed by like a demon or something. And the demon was controlling them because they were having like weird spasms and stuff because they were having that grain. Staring at the sun going blind. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon a lot of the mysteries Mm. of the past had something to do with this mystery mold. I reckon a hell of a lot of the mysteries of the past had to do with food poisoning. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, A lot of my mysterious moments in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) How to do with food poisoning. That was a bad prawn. I was on mysterious prawn. (laughs) Never old prawns. (laughs) No. So, um, what have you got? Well, mine is um, mine is a little more recent, Um, and it happened in Australia. Oh, all the weirdest shit happened. Yes. Um, It's the Tamman Shud case. Oh, I don't know that one. You're gonna like it. Um, And if you don't, (laughs) get the fuck out. This is the last episode. Okay. It's not the last episode. Um, There'll be many more. Dear listener, um, of which I'm sure there's just one. <laughs> and it's, it's always you. <laughs> and it's me. It's yeah. me tomorrow listening back. Crying. Silently to myself. Crying and drinking Crying, wine, let's drinking be honest. <laughs> on a hot summer day in 1948, a body was found on Somerton Beach near Adelaide in South Australia. For those not from Australia, South Australia is in the South. It's not where Sydney is. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone outside of Australia just thinks it's one like big Australia, city. Yeah. Like Sydney. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. Not the case. Um, the man was found lying on his back against a seawall and immediately looked bizarre as he'd been dressed in a sweater and a coat despite the heat. Oh. Adelaide in summer is like fucking, fucking hot. Disgusting. Yeah. Like 45 every day. Jeez. That's Celsius. Well, maybe he just Not died because he was hot. Yeah. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Mystery fucking solved. (laughs) We should rename this fucking solved shit podcast. Uh, The man appeared to be in top physical shape, 
because he was in a sauna all day, <laughs> leading authorities to suspect suicide. He was well-groomed and well-dressed, clean-shaven with immaculately cut nails and polished shoes. Mm. All of the labels of his clothes had been removed and he didn't carry any identification or even a wallet. All that was found on him was some matches, a pack of cigarettes, chewing gum, comb, a train ticket from Adelaide to Henley Beach, which had not been used, and a bus ticket. Even more weird... Um, the police had found that the packet of cigarettes that he had on him had a different brand of cigarettes inside the pack. Mm. Um, apparently, it was like a common army thing. Like, you buy one pack of expensive cigarettes. And that's like cigarettes. a lucky thing for them? Yeah. And, uh, no, you buy like a pack of expensive ones. Yeah. Use them, and then you keep the pack and fill it with cheap cigarettes. Why? So you look classier or something? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's how you did it back how in the day. How fucking depressing. Yeah. Nowadays, you buy like... A $900 fucking bra from Christian Dior. Yeah, and you How wear it until yeah. it, like, falls apart in ashes. Mm. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about this was that the cigarettes that were in the box were more expensive than the ones that had oh. originally been in the box. So the whole thing was just weird. Weird. Um, the man's dental records and fingerprints matched no living person that they could find. Um, well, they matched a dead person. <clears throat> they matched a dead person. <laughs> Specifically that person. That's true, just that guy. Just that. <laughs> we have a match. We have a match. <laughs> exactly how it goes um, in every CSI episode. Um, they, had, they, they did find an abnormal amount of congestion. I don't know what that is. And blood pooling in the man's stomach, liver, Ew. brain, and kidney. And additionally, his spleen was three times the normal size from his I have no idea what spleens do, though. Yeah, what is a spleen? (laughs) If anybody knows what a spleen is, uh, send us an email. We would love to know. That is, like, one of the greatest mysteries of my life. Yeah, me too. what a spleen does. Yeah. And why would it swell? What what is it about a a spleen that makes it grow when you're a mysterious dead man? Mm, Exactly. Um, so many questions. Mm. Um, food found in the stomach was found to be mixed with blood, although they couldn't understand why, and the liver was considerably damaged. Um, there was no trace of any foreign or dangerous substances in the body. Uh, the coroner was unable to uncover the man's identity or his cause of death. Um, some form of poisoning was suspected, but there was no physical evidence of this to be found. So he, <clears throat> he looked like he'd been poisoned, but there was no poison in him. Mm. Yep. And why was he wearing, like, warm clothes? I can't get past that. It's um, weird. It's weird. Everything is weird. Mm. Um, so they released pictures of his face to the media, mm-hmm. um, appealed to the public for help, um, but no one came forward with anything. Um, they found some clues when they, they found a suitcase um, that was stashed in the cloakroom of a train station in Adelaide, which had been specified on his ticket. <coughs> I legitimately have the black lung. I'm like fine all day. Yeah. And as soon as we start recording, it's like, hello, I've been working down in the mines all afternoon. <laughs> um, the worn brown suitcase that they found had its label removed. Um, Why are all these labels removed? In your last story, they were yeah, also, also removed. removed. Yeah. The, the, the it's, tree it's woman. I do. I Google mysterious, <laughs> mysterious label. <laughs> labels removed. removed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I find all my stories. <laughs> Busted. Um, That's how it happens. Um, they did find three articles of clothing which had labels. Um, but they were like labels, like of a name, like name labels, labels with a name. As as opposed to like a fashion label. Yes. Right. Yes. So one said um, uh, initial T dot Keen, 
K-E-A-N-E. Mm-hmm. One just said Keen, K-E-A-N-E. And one said Keen, K-E-A-N. Oh. Without the E at the end. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so considering that all the other tags had been removed, police believe that these had been left behind for a reason, maybe a red herring perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, the bag contained no form of identification. Authorities ran a check on reports um, for anyone with that name. Um, but there are none in any English-speaking country. <clears throat> Tucked within a pair of trousers in a false pocket, however. Ooh, is he a magician? Yes. He turned out to be a magician. Uh-huh. <laughs> and mystery solved. <laughs> this turned out to be the inspiration for the prestige. Uh. <laughs> um, Family-friendly movie, that was. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> I just assume there's murder in it. Is there murder in it? There's murder yeah. in it. Yeah, there's always murder in the movies yeah. I like. Um, there was a crumbled-up piece of paper... And on it was written the mysterious words Taman Shud, which means it is ended, it's finished, or the end in Persian. Oh my god, he was so murdered. He was murdered. By a Persian man. By a Persian man. Or woman. Um, things got more interesting when a very rare edition of a book called Rubiat of Omar Kayam, with a page torn out that corresponded to the one in the pocket that had Taman Shud, yeah. um, came forward. Where? Um, uh, where was I? Was it on him? <clears throat> okay, so that page from that yeah. book was on him. But the book is just from somewhere else. Uh, the book was found in a locked, unattended vehicle abandoned near the beach where the body had been found. Ooh. Adding to the mystery, in the back of the book were faint indentations from where someone had scrawled a phone number along with five lines of seemingly random capital letters that were thought to be an encrypted code of some sort. What the fuck? This is like some kind of escape room shit. I know. It's, it's just weird. like random objects. It's so fucking weird. With no correlation. It's like a really boring this is like computer a, game. Yeah. That, that <laughs> it's like, in real it's life, like a so mist like, ah. circa 1997 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like <that. laughs> um, they soon found that phone number was that of a nurse named Jessica Ellen Thompson, who resided not far from the beach where the body had been found. When police questioned her, she denied knowing who he was, yet she showed a significantly strong reaction when shown um, a picture of him to the point that she looked about to faint and made efforts to look away. Authorities were highly suspicious that she knew who the dead man was, but she couldn't provide anything um, to this effect. The only useful thing that authorities were able to glean from her was that she claimed she had given a copy of the Rubiat, that same book, to an army lieutenant named Alf Boxall in 1944 while she was training to be a nurse in Sydney. Authorities at first believed that Boxall might actually be the victim, but he was found to not only be alive and well, but also to have no knowledge whatsoever of the dead man or why they should be connected. But did he know the, the nurse? Yes. Oh, okay. So he had a copy of the book. It had no missing pages. Oh, okay. And it had oddly been signed by Thompson as Jestin, a nickname she was not known to be called by. Weird. Yep. Um, that's pretty much where everything just hits a dead end. So there was no other witnesses. They couldn't find out what the um, code was. Um, uh, the uh, Tamanshad case remained one of the weirdest murder mysteries. Um, and tons of people have tried to crack the code, but no one has. Um, then in 1994, a guy called John Phillips, who is the chairman of the Victorian Institute of Forensic Medicine, said that based on the details, it's likely that he died of digitalis, 
which is a poisoning that you get from ingesting a plant from the foxglove family. Oh my god, it was the ergot. It was the ergot. We found a theme. For it was episode. so the ergot. <laughs> that fucking ergot. That fucking that ergot. Fucking ergot. <laughs> um, so back in the day, it was used as like a herbal supplement thing to treat heart conditions and stuff. Um, but with most old-time remedies, it's actually really poisonous, and people <laughs> died from it all the time. Um, it caused digitalis caused in 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 engorged. I was, was going to say engrossed. <laughs> I'm engrossed right now in that I'm grossed out. But it's actually engorged organs, yes. not engrossed organs. Well, that's The that's organs lovely. were not highly attentive and interested. <laughs> they were they twice were, their size. Yes. <laughs> um, so the Tamanshud guy had an engorged spleen, um, but digitalis causes enlargement of, like, most organs, not just one. Oh. So that's kind of weird. Um, in 2011, a woman contacted a cold case detective who is still assigned to this case because it's never been closed and said that she found an identification card of a guy called H.C. Reynolds that she had found in her father's possession. And it was a document from the United States uh, to... They gave it to foreign seamen... <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a schoolgirl. Um, to foreign semen. Give- <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Stop it. To foreign men of the sea, given during World War One, and they compared the photograph to the man who died, and it was almost identical. They said it was a very good match. They shared uh, a few unique identifiers within the face, and they also said that their ears were the same. What? <laughs> Go straight for the ears. Yes. Um, the Tamachad guy had weird ears uh, where part of the ear was larger than in normal ears. Like Which part of, part of the ear was n- larger in... I think maybe the lobe. The lobe. <laughs> it was very lobey. <laughs> very lobey. <laughs> I know that lobe anywhere. They called him lobes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. It's uh, apparently something that only happens in 2% of the population. Um... So the cold case guy was thinking, this is probably our guy. Um, while he'd probably be dead, there might be relatives they could track down of this H.C. Reynolds. Well, I mean, you'd know who they were from a mile away by the lobes. By the lobes. <laughs> <laughs> you can tie him in a knot. You can tie him in a bow. <laughs> you can throw them off your shoulder like a continental soldier. <laughs> Why do you know all the words? I can't remember. <laughs> um... <laughs> So messed up. The ID card was issued on February 28th, 1918 to this guy. It gave his nationality as British and his age is 18. They did searches in the US National Archives, the UK National Archives, the Australian War Memorial Research Centre and they failed to come up with any actual records of an H.C. Reynolds. So, then in 2013, um, Kate Thompson, daughter of the nurse um, questioned by police, oh, the yeah. original nurse, um, was on the TV program 60 Minutes, that um, echelon of that higher echelon <laughs> News of News and um, current affairs, yeah. Always correct. Yeah, always never honest. misleading. Never misleading. Um, <laughs> Elderly drivers! <laughs> <laughs> Why they want to kill you! <laughs> Electricity companies! <laughs> are they who they say they are? Why are we American? <laughs> never. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 60 minutes. Mm. Um, in the interview, 
Kate claimed that her mother had lied to police and that she had in fact known the dead man. She also claimed that her mother spoke fluent Russian and that both she and the man had perhaps been spies. Oh. Russians. Russian spies. Always comes back to Russians. Um, Without the tags. Yep. Yep. Always, always Russians. While this revelation caused a media sensation, there's unfortunately no evidence um, and the case is still open. Um... (laughs) I like write things the way I talk. It's ridiculous. My next sentence says, okay, so what makes this more fucking mysterious? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm like a Bronte sister. Mm. Um, Is that there's been two other cases that are similar. One happened in 1945 and was a 34-year-old Singaporean man whose name was Joseph Saul Haim Marshall. And he was found dead in Ashton Park in Sydney with an open copy of the Rubiette on his chest. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. The same edition as the Tam and Shud guy. His death was also believed to be suicide by poisoning. Gwyneth Dorothy Graham testified at the coronial inquest that they had. And then she was found dead 13 days later, face oh my God. down, naked in a bath with her wrists slit. They said that was suicide too. Uh, was there a book nearby as well? That would <coughs> fucking seal the deal. <laughs> there was a crate of 40. <laughs> um, they ran out of books by then. Uh. Um, the second one that is kind of connected happened in June again, but this time in uh, 1949, where the body of two-year-old Clive was found in a sack in some sand hills. Oh, um, about 12 miles down the coast from where they found the original Tamanshud guy. Lying next to him was his unconscious father. Oh. Father was taken to the hospital, was treated for exposure, and then they transferred him to a mental hospital. The two of them had been missing for four days, and they were never able to tell what killed Clive. So it was another mystery death. They said it wasn't natural causes, but they don't know what killed him. So the contents of his stomach were sent to the government for analysis, but never came back with anything solid, similar to Tamanshud guy. The mother then said she was threatened by a masked man a couple days before her son died. She said, and I quote, the car stopped and a man with a khaki kerchief over his face told her to keep away from the police or else. Ooh. Yeah. Additionally, (coughs) pardon me, a similar looking man had recently been seen lurking around the house. So there's that. But how is that related to the original it, body? It, like, happened in the aside, same area. Aside from the area. It's just Nothing, the area. Just the area. There's literally no connection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just told you a story. Okay. Um, Great. I think the best part about this whole thing is that there was a surf rock band in the 1970s called <laughs> Tam and Shud. <laughs> I think my parents or their friends knew some of the band <laughs> The important question I think I have to ask is, was there a trumpet player in said band? I have no idea. Probably mm. not. It was surf rock. That'd be a great sound. Surf rock with a trumpet? That would be a really cool sound. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, um, yeah, it'd be like surf rock with a trumpet. Yeah, there's no other kind of example, really, of no. what that would sound like. I, I legitimately cannot think of, like, a surf rocky type song with a with trumpet. With a trumpet? Mm. Oh, no, I can. What can about you? the Black Eyed Peas? Don't they have... Um, would you call them surf rock? That one song that they have. That one song that they have. Uh, what is it? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to sing for you. Don't sing it. I'm not we'll g- have to like pay a fucking license <laughs> or some shit. All right. Well, there is don't a song. Don't actually sing it. <laughs> uh, Your voice is beautiful. Thank but. you. 
but I don't want to hear the song. Uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, so uh, do we do we get any emails this week? Do we get any inquiries, any fucking messages? Anyone? Has anyone even listened to this podcast ever in the history of the podcast? Um, I listened to it with my parents. Okay, so that's really depressing. Um, my parents are depressing, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell them that. They're going to find out when they listen to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for making me dinner all the time and housing me. <laughs> Please don't kick me out. Thanks for letting me sleep here. <laughs> and I've just severed that relationship. So, uh, yeah. um, I can, I could tell you a scary story that my dad once told me. No, no. Should we save that for another time? I feel like we should save that for okay, another time. Yeah. He has weird stories. Yeah. I don't know what he fucking did as a child. Weird shit. Mysterious shit. And we've come full circle. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, until next time, uh, stay mysterious. San Francisco.